Hello, and welcome to a new afternoon analytics segment. Uh, we've been gone for a little while with some of these recordings, but we're getting back into it. Uh, I'm Ryan. With me is Ryan. And we're going to do a new thing here. We're going to do uh, a buy-sell segment. So we've each prepared 10 uh, takes that the other has to either buy or sell, uh, accept or decline. And we're going to try to roll through them in about a minute, a minute and a half each, and just rip off these takes. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to ask Ryan the first one. This is an NFL take, and it is, Ryan, do you buy or sell that the Jets need to get rid of Zach Wilson to reach their full potential? Uh, I'm going to sell this one, and this is not at all to do with Zach Wilson. Um, I just think, I don't know what their other options would be, and I also think this team is fueled by, or was fueled by Brees Hall. Um, and kind of just like, uh, like Garrett Wilson on the outside. Like it has nothing to do with Zach Wilson. Um, I think he's proved that he's okay uh, enough, and that you know he's still young enough where things can still happen. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sell this one. Okay, I think that's fair. I'm gonna buy this take. I don't. I've really never believed in Zach Wilson. I didn't like him. I, like I thought he was overhyped going into the draft. I think he's been bad in the NFL. Like he makes some plays, but overall he's just bad. He's whole like the Jets are five and two. That's great, but I mean they were winning with Joe Flacco slinging the ball around. Um, they're beating the Broncos like sixteen to nine last week off of Brees Hall and a very good defense. I think they have good pieces, a good roster, and I think that. But I just don't think that Zach Wilson is the guy. And, like, can they be good with him? Yes. But to reach their full potential, I think they need a better quarterback. And they need to, they need to cut ties with Zach Wilson because they're in a good spot, but they just don't have the quarterback for it. Yeah, that's fair. I get that. Um, all right. So this next buy or sell is the Seattle Seahawks will win the NFC West. I – this is tough. But I'm gonna go on a limb and buy it. It's like it's like a risky purchase, but I'm gonna buy it. I, just because like the Seahawks are fun. They're like Geno Smith, he didn't write back. It's fun. I would love to see them win. And also just because I don't like the Cardinals are bad, and then I just don't buy the Rams or the 49ers. Like the Rams have not shown me anything. The 49ers are just I think overhyped every year, but they're usually like decent. This year they're just. It's like I saw something that called them painfully average at quarterback, and that's about like that's a pretty apt description. The Rams' offense is just non-existent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think the Seahawks are. I don't have any reason not like I don't have any reason to doubt them right now, so I'm not going to. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Seahawks. I agree. Uh, I'm going to buy this one also. The Seahawks are good. They're not just fun. They're actually good. Geno Smith is really good. Um, And I think I would much rather buy the Seahawks continuing to be good than the 49ers injury Mm -hmm. problems 
and the Rams just <laughs> yeah. so um I mean that line is horrible like they they have like a like a janitor or something as their center at some like blue collar yeah. job that he just like signed up and I'm just like okay um but I don't know if anyone else does take it I see it being the 49ers but a lot of things have to go yeah. right I saw actually I heard on a podcast that the Seahawks are um, above plus five hundred right now to win that division. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, let's put our let's put our money where um, our mouths are. I will, like I would, because um, like that those that value is just insane. But anyway, all right. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, sticking with NFL. Trevor Lawrence will never be a franchise quarterback on the Jaguars. Um, I'm going to sell this, but I'm not like loving it. <laughs> um, Lawrence is like really not looked that great this year. Uh, but I mean, I think a lot of it just kind of goes back to just how bad Urban Meyer was. Um, I really like the Jags team. Like, I think they have so many great young pieces. Um, so I don't see why, like, I mean, with ETN kind of carrying the workload at running back, like, I don't see why, like, the end of this year and, um, like, next year, this team or, like, Trevor doesn't take a step forward because, um, like, honestly, this roster is just too good not to, like, if you watched any of the Giants game, they just blew like dumb chances. And it really wasn't Lawrence's fault. It was just like, you know, it's just a young team. They're going to yeah. make mistakes. Uh, I saw a stat earlier that the Jaguars are 10th in offensive EPA per play and 12th in defensive EPA per play. So, like, obviously they're playing a little better than their 2-5 and five record maybe. But I still, it's just something, I, I still want to buy this take. I just don't. I just don't see it. Like, you know, I you've heard of like the test. Like, if a if a quarterback doesn't pan out in two or three years, he's probably not going to pan out. And it's like the clock is kind of ticking on Lawrence. Uh, and I just I can I can see him working out. I just don't know if it's going to be on the Jaguars. I just like you said, they have young talent, yeah. but they're still two and five. And like, if at some point they're not going to put it together, they're not going to put I it together. Don't. So, I think just like yeah. one more quick thing, like he, I almost view this as his rookie season because last year was so bad, like with Urban. That's like, fair. I mean, you just hear story after story, just like how what a dumpster fire that was. Like that's not an NFL experience. That's I fair. I just give him another year. But all right, uh, next one. Nathaniel Hackett will not be the coach of the Broncos next season by herself. Um, Sell. I think. Oh, that's tough. I mean, the Broncos are bad. Like, they're bad. They have injuries, you know, but they're just bad. And Russell Wilson has been bad. And, like... I thought this team was like a Super Bowl contender. 
I was hyping up Russell Wilson. I was trying to defend him at the beginning of the year, but they're just bad. And obviously Hackett has made some questionable decisions and maybe the system's not right. But I, I, I feel like I see the Broncos giving him at least the start of next year. Maybe he gets fired next year in the season, but I don't see them pulling the plug. That I mean, they have it could go either way. They have so much invested in Russ for the future that like it's got to work. Otherwise, it's they're in a very bad spot. So that could either make them be a little more patient or make them pull the plug and try to start over. And I think maybe they'll lean a little patient at first. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna buy it, but if I'm wrong, there's two reasons. Um, like they were, well, it's like two things that are good. Well, okay. The first thing you touched on it is the injuries, like Javante Williams, <clears throat> Russell Wilson's been banged up, um, and yeah, like of course that's going to limit how good this team can be. But there's just a lot of things you can point to that we lost that game because of Hackett. Yeah, like there's there's few coaches where like that's the case. Um, but the other reason I could be wrong is this new ownership. Um, I feel like they're going to be more patient. Um, like, I mean, you look at Matt Rule, uh, like their owner, like David Tepper, he could have fired him easily last year, yeah, but he didn't because you know he's a new owner. He's like, I don't want to be wrong. So, if if I I'm gonna buy it, but if I am wrong, those are the reasons why not. Okay. Um. Okay, another NFL one. Buy or sell, the Packers need to go into rebuild mode. Uh, I'm going to sell this. Um, uh, They've got a lot of issues. um, And I think the, the most shocking thing has not been the offense. It's been the defense. Like Their defense was a top five defense last year. They lost um, Zadarius Smith to the Vikings, and that's it. And, like, they drafted people, but this defense has just been, like, meh. Like, yeah. And that's been really surprising for me. Um, and, like, the offensive line's been bad. They don't have any, like, reliable receivers. But, I don't know. The fact that you have Rodgers and he's not, like, at Brady age, like – he hasn't been awful. Like everything around him has been awful. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't think they need to build. I think they just need to get some maybe potential cancers out and just replace some guys. But I don't think they need to do a rebuild. Okay. I'm going to be a little more reactionary and I'm going to buy it just because I like to be bold. Um, I don't know. I just think that, that trading Devontae Adams was the first step and the inevitable life after Aaron Rodgers for the Packers. And I don't think they have a clear answer. And I think that they've kind of been lolling around and, well, we have Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, cool. But this year it's not cool. And like you said, the defense has just been meh. They have, they don't have like, I'm not really a believer in, in their past catching weapons like Christian Watson. Okay. But like, they like their best guys are young too. You know, they need time. And they don't know what, I mean, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are good, uh, both good backs, but I think Dillon is too 
but they don't yeah, use them. Yeah, it's too good to not be getting the touches that they deserve. And I think that, I mean, I know Rodgers just re-signed, but I don't know. I'm inclined to say, like, at some point or another, you have to say, okay, Aaron Rodgers' era is over. What do we do now? And I think they, they did this well with the Brett. With, I mean, they had Aaron Rodgers waiting, but they did this. They said, okay, Brett Favre era is over. We're done. We're not gonna. We're not gonna wait till it's too late. We're gonna go and like go to the next chapter. And I think their next chapter this time they don't have an Aaron Rodgers waiting in the in, in the wing. I think it involves trading Rodgers if they can and kind of blowing it up a little bit and starting over before it's too late to take advantage of the assets they have now. Because they're worse than the Vikings. They're not gonna. Yeah. I don't. I can't see this team winning a Super Bowl in the next two or three years. So that's their aspirations. I mean, blow it up. Yeah, I agree. And just like quickly, like I think they're gonna have to choose between um if they don't figure it out this year, they're gonna have to choose between Rogers or LaFleur. Because I mean, it's pretty clear they're not exactly clicking yeah. right now. So um like if they blow it up, they'd be choosing LaFleur or like get rid of Rogers because they just get a guy to run his system. But yeah. Alright. Well it actually kinda goes into um my next question. Is that uh, buy or sell? The Bucks are still the NFC South winner. Uh, as a Falcon fan, reluctant and buy. Uh, the Falcons have been a pleasant surprise this year, uh, but they still don't. They don't have the offensive potential. Like they have the good running game, but they were losing by you know twenty points to the Bengals and still wouldn't throw the ball. You can't win a. You can't win your division if you're not gonna like if you don't have any faith in your passing attack. And uh, they're banged up now. And the Bucks, like, they're bad right now. But I have enough faith in the talent on their roster to figure it out. I mean, this division will be won with nine, maybe eight games. Like, probably. Like, that'll probably win you the division. Because the Saints are bad. The Panthers are awful. So I, I trust the Bucks to get to, you know, nine and eight and win the division, at least. Yeah, I've really gone back and forth on this one a lot. Um, I think I'm going to sell just to be a contrarian. Um, I just like, there's just too many signs that the Bucks are just kind of screwed. Like, like I just don't see how this line is just going to be fixed. Defense has been pretty good, but... I mean, like, P.J. Walker torched them last week. Um, and Brady has just been, like, meh. But it's just, like, they're running the ball. Like, they're last in rushing in the league. And I don't know. Like, I feel like the Falcons and the Bucks are going to have to just kind of both tread water. But the Falcons' schedule and um, maybe getting, like, Patterson back – I don't know. I think it would be enough like to just beat them by a game. Like, yeah. That's it. So I don't know. It'll be really interesting. For me, it's more of a I don't trust the Falcons than I trust the Bucks. But you never know. <coughs> yeah. Well, I saw, just quickly, like I saw like a, a take um, that they have like a game in Germany, mm-hmm. the Bucks, And it was like either they're talking about uh, 
Tom Brady staying in in Germany and never coming back, or just like not going on the trip altogether. I could totally see him not. Yeah, going. could be good for you the know? Bucks. I don't know. I'm just kidding. He hasn't been no. awful. Kyle Trask in there. Uh, this is my last NFL one. I don't think he's the problem. This one, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna. It's gonna need a bit of explaining after I ask it. But buy or sell, there will never be another all-time great running back again. And by that, I mean like like a Barry Sanders, a Walter Payton, even like an Adrian Peterson. Like there will never be a running back with the that like reaches those heights again. Uh, I'm going to sell this. Uh, uh, like, I think it's a lot less likely in the current NFL landscape for that to happen because running backs are less valued and they are, uh, they have like a shorter mm-hmm. lifespan. I mean, just look at Todd Gurley. Like, he was on a Hall of Fame traje- trajectory and he just retired. Like, um, I don't know. It's just like a lot more flameouts, but I'm just like banking on like there's gonna be some guy like eventually that comes around that like is as talented and is able to kind of keep it up. Like I'm not saying he's this level, but like you just look at Brees Hall, like he is able to like he is the most important player on that like that team, you know. So, I think that's an example of like it can be done. Yeah, but Brees Hall just tore his ACL. And what if he? Like, I know, but like he could come yeah. back. Like Adrian Peterson tore his ACL. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I like. I feel like all time great running back seasons will be put together, but just for like the reasons you hinted at, like less longevity. Uh. Um. Uh, less, uh, you know, importance schematically injury injuries. Like, I don't know. I just like we have a lot of great like Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, all super talented running backs, but they're getting hurt. You know, they're like I I just can't see any of them putting together that kind of career again. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, yeah. Okay, this last NFL one. Uh, buy or sell? So Justin Fields, uh, last night he beat the the Patriots pretty handily in New England last night. Um, and well, I guess on Monday, this is gonna be on later. But um, so obviously this season was uh looking really bad for him. So was last night's win. A sign for the start of his turnaround by herself. Sell. Mm. Well, sell the way you phrased it. Like, I still haven't given up on Justin Fields. Like, I don't know if that was like the start of his turnaround. Like, I think he's still going to be up and down, but I think he still can put it together. Um, but I still think that there'll be more tough times this season especially i mean he has no weapons around him really and uh i just think that if he's going to turn it around it's going to be later on down the road 
Okay. Uh, I'm also. Well, wait. I sold. Did you? Okay. Yeah, you bought. <laughs> okay. I'm also gonna sell it. <laughs> I'm just not a believer in Justin Fields. Like all these like Twitter statistics I've been absorbing have just shown that he's just like awful. Like not. Like, because he just doesn't throw catchable balls, like, which has nothing to do with his weapons. I know he has a bad line, whatever. I think the thing that was important from last night was, like, if you look at his stat line, like, he was the Bears' leading mm-hmm. rusher. Um, and I think that is the key to his future. Like, I think he's going to have to run, like, because I just don't, I don't know, I just don't see it, him just sitting in the pocket. Like, it's just not going to work. Yeah. Um so um I think it might be the sign of something new, but I don't think it's him being the sign of like a winning quarterback. I think it's just a sign of him being like a potentially uh productive quarterback. Yeah. I I think that's um, fair. Yeah. Uh Okay, I cannot wait for this next one. Yes. Um, okay, yes. Now we are moving on to the NBA. Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. Uh, straight up question here. Buy or sell? The Nets are a legitimate contender. When I saw this, I had a little chuckle because no, they are not. I am selling this with everything I have. Um. I just I don't see it. I know guys are hurt. I know Seth Curry's hurt, but Durant is fine. Kyrie Irving is not. He is just not a winning basketball player. Like you're not gonna win a championship like from now on with him, like on your team. Like he's just I know the Cavs playoffs, but like since then he's been abysmal in the playoffs. And he's just out there looking to get his own and not trying to get the team involved. And mm-hmm. with him on the team, they're not going to win a championship. Yeah, I mean, I basically, I'm basically, i basically going to sell. I just think that uh, him and Simmons are just, like, too inconsistent. Like, they have a big three, and two of them are big question marks. And, I mean, Durant, honestly, was a little bit – was a question mark last year. Like, I trust him this year. I trust Kevin Durant. But I just overall, I don't trust the Nets, especially in a stacked East. Um, and they, they're definitely, for me, not on the level of like the Bucks or the Celtics. So I would say no. Yeah. All right. Uh, buy or sell? Uh, are you buying the Jazz's hot start? They're three and one so far with wins against uh, Minnesota, Pelicans, and the Nuggets. Uh, no, I'm selling it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, maybe I'm wrong. But the Jazz roster is not, like, that level. Like, they will be a bottom two, eh, bottom three. God, the West actually has some really bad teams the more I think about it. They'll be a bottom three team in the West by the end of the season. I mean, good for them that they have a good start. But this is not a team that wants to win and not a team that's built to win. So, I don't. I, that's, that's a sell for me. I'm buying. I'm so in. Of course. I they're too good. They're too they need to make more moves cuz they're too good. Like as as presently constructed, this team is better than the Lakers. 
like they are because yeah okay, like as just a frisky <laughs> like hanging around the play-in team like they've got um mike conley who's been fine they've got Lori Markinen, who is top five or top ten on the Bleacher Report's next rankings, which is hilarious. Did you see that? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. They've just got some like good role players that like can score points and just do whatever. I don't know. I think I think they're honestly a couple moves away from being a truly awful Victor Wembanyama Victor Wembanyama team. I mean, yeah, they could they could fight for the plan, but I I still going to stick with they're going to end bottom three, but we'll see. Sure. Uh, okay. Do you buy or sell? Paolo Boncaro is a future All NBA player. It's a tough one. Um, I've loved what I've seen from him so far. Um, I'm th- I think I'm going to buy. Um, like. I mean, all it takes is just one great season, and he's on a third team. Like, um, I don't like Pascal Siakam was on a third team last year. I don't see why he can't be better than him. So, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I really, I know they haven't won a game, but I really love kind of what I'm seeing from the Magic. Like, I love Franz. I love him. Love Cole Anthony and Suggs has been better. I think once they get Fultz back, they're like, you know, a fun team to watch. There's a lot of fun teams to watch this year. Yeah, uh, I'm going to buy it too. I also, I think he's future, I would even go as far as say first team All-NBA. It's very early, but that's what this is about. Uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, he's put up good raw numbers on some good shooting performances, some bad shooting performances. But I just think he's he's very talented. I watched a lot of his games at Duke. Uh, he just, I think people don't realize how big he is. Like people who have just heard about him, don't watch him a lot, don't realize that this dude is like 6'10 at least. And he's uh, he's a decent shooter. He's, he's fluid. Like, he's so he, unselfish uh, too. Uh, yeah, he's, he's just... He's just a very solid player, and he has so much room to grow. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I see him being a real a future superstar in the league. Yeah, just like one more comment. Like, I think it's kind of funny <clears throat> looking back. Like, forever he was like number three on the draft board. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I never, I never bought that. Saying, yeah. I don't know. I just, you know, I had him number one. He was he was number one on my big board the whole time. I know, I know you did. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, buy or sell? Doc Rivers, who's the coach of the Seventy Sixers, will be fired before the season is over. I, this sell. is my number one running conspiracy theory. So <laughs> you you do you. I'm gonna sell. There, yeah, Sixers start off rough, but they'll turn it around. Like I mean. I, they'll finish. I'm willing to say they'll be a top four seed in the East, um, and they'll ride with Doc. They're not going to fire him mid-season. I, I I just can't see them doing that. Like that's too risky of a move in in the NBA. I feel like you got to replace a coach mid-season on a team with that to them has championship aspirations. I will say I could easily see them having another underwhelming playoffs and finally firing him this offseason. 
Um, yeah, but okay. I don't see it happening in the season. I'm buying. I think <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. They're all in clearly, and mm-hmm. they. <coughs> okay, this might change your mind. Do you know who's on that bench with uh, behind uh, Doc Rivers? Like uh, coaching staff? Yeah. Mike D'Antoni, former Rockets yeah. head coach, former head coach of James Harden, and former head coach under uh, Sixers president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey. Yeah. It's all coming together. Like, you see it. <laughs> Like they're clearly emphasizing Harden. Like it, it's been weird because they've been like almost putting Embiid in the back seat. I don't know if he keeps struggling. I don't know. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I could see Dan Dan Tony being the guy in the off season, but I just can't see them making that move mid season. But I mean, unless they're like doing terribly, but I, I, I can't see that. I mean, they'll, I think they'll turn it around. I think Doc Rivers stinks, so. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I guess that, yeah, that would influence your buying that take. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, my last NBA one, buy or sell, Luka Doncic will never win a ring on the Mavericks. Um, I'm going to sell this. Uh, I was going to buy it like when I was looking at it earlier today, but I just don't think he's going to leave the Mavericks. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're going to win a championship now, like with this team, but I mean, who's to say like in a couple years, like if he's just on the Mavericks, they hit on some draft picks. Like, I don't know. I think it could work, but I, the reason I'm buying, wait, um, the reason I'm selling is because the um, I just think he's not going to leave the Mavericks, and he's obviously a generational talent. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. I don't know. I, I feel like the Mavericks are in a spot where because he's so good that they're they're going to be good every year, right? I mean, they're all they're going to make the playoffs. They're never going to have that lottery pick unless. And, uh, but I just don't see, like, right now, they're maybe the fourth, fifth best team in the West. You can, you could make a case for third, but I would say fourth or fifth. And I think that you're just going to hover around there. And maybe they have one magical playoff run, but I think there's always going to be a team or two that's better. Like, right now, it's the Warriors and, like, the Nuggets. And I think that there's teams that are, like, primed to be better. And obviously, like, the Mavericks are an organization that's not afraid of making a splash, but I don't know. Something just tells me I'm buying it. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, this is the last NBA one. Uh, buy or sell the Los Angeles Clippers as legitimate contenders for the title or just the finals. Hmm. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it with a generous definition of contender. Because I think there's a lot of really good teams. Like, I might I might say, like, that there's only, like, two or three teams that are actual contenders. But if I'm being a little more generous, I'll buy it because I believe in the Clippers. 
Uh, I obviously believe if you have a healthy, healthy Kawhi and Paul George, you're going to be really good. They have good pieces around them. And I, I don't know. I believe in John Wall. Like he's not, he's not, you know, 20, early 2010s John Wall. But I think he was a very good pickup for them. And I think he's going to uh, help uh, balance that team out. He Like he's going to have his really good nights. And I don't know. I think that the Clippers, I bought them. I think they, they could make a finals run. I'm going to sell it um, because I'm just betting against the Clippers injuries, like injury luck. Mm. Um, like, okay, like if John Wall, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George make it through the regular season, the playoffs, playing 85, 80% of the games, then yeah. But I just don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to like put my money into that. And I just think that there's some other teams in the West that just have a higher ceiling than them or higher. There's better. Yeah, that's fair. I do think that they could be a team that gives us a, a lower seed than their talent because of injuries and rest, but could potentially make a run in the playoffs. But we'll see. Um, Wait, I actually had one more NBA one. Do you just want to run through that one really quick? I accidentally skipped yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, do you <clears throat> buy or sell that finals rematch this year, the Celtics versus Warriors? Sell. I I could buy the Warriors. Uh, and it's not. The, I mean, I think the Clippers are contenders. But if I had to pick a finals, I would say the Bucks make it. A healthy Bucks team makes it. So I would sell that. Mm. Um, I think I'd buy it if there's some like value on it, but like I'm, I don't know. I'm all in on the Warriors and the Celtics. I know it's early, but the Celtics have looked really good. Like Tatum looks even better. Um, mm-hmm. like Brogdon looks really good. I don't know. I think they need to make some more like depth additions because like a team like the Sixers. Or even like the Bucks might be a tad deeper, and like the Warriors too, but like um, I don't know. I think with some value, I would take it. You know, but yeah, I don't know. I like the Bucks too. I, they're probably my pick out of the East, but I really do like the Celtics too. I don't think they're missing a step. I can agree. I mean, yeah, I would. I would not be opposed to buying it if if. Like you said, there was some value on it, but um, all right, let's move into uh, MLB now. We each have one quick one of these. Uh, do you buy or sell that Bryce Harper is a top five player in the MLB? Um, this one is really tough, and I'm really trying not to be a, like a Braves homer here. Um. feel like I sh- I'm going to sell. <laughs> like, I'm just not going to let this Phillies playoff run blind me. Of course, that's like contributes, but I just think. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm sorry. This is tough. Here, you go, and then I'll come, I'll come back to me. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to buy it. 
I think this is an easy, almost an easy buy for me. I mean, he was an MVP last year. When he was healthy this year, I mean, he was playing injured, DHing, and I mean, he is, and putting up huge numbers. He just had a crazy NLCS. Like when he's healthy and on, he's he can he can be the best player in the MLB, and I think easily top five. And I think that some people. Like, I mean, he's, he's had so much hype around him for a while. And I think that obviously when someone has that much hype around them, it dies off a little bit. And it's kind of like, the, oh, yeah, he's good. He's really good. But, like, he's still that guy. Like, he is, I think he's still top five. I, I kind of easily. Okay. I've, I'm going to buy, like, top five hitter, even, like, top three hitter. But, like, I don't know, when you throw in, like, Otani and, like, some other pitchers and things like that, like, DeGrom, like... I don't know. Like, I don't know where his place is, like, with Otani, Trout, Judge, DeGrom, and, like, I mean, I think where where it comes into me is, like, I have, like, some guys are going to make a top five list and put, and not not to hate on the Padres, but guys like Machado, Tatis, Soto, and I have Harper over all those guys right now. Yeah. I mean, he's. So and I, I, you're, you're, I'll give him you're that. right. Like, yeah, P- pitchers is always it's always tricky with MLB, but with pitchers, I would say if what if I say is he a top five position player? Yeah, like well, okay, well if I'm, he'd be in the top five easily of like most scared of like an opposing team pitching to someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just, a little Aaron Judge controversy. Uh, Bryce Harper because, controversy. Because I don't like him. <laughs> so That's fair. Alright. Um, buy or sell. Aaron Judge is off the team, off the Yankees next year. I struggle so much with this one because, like, honestly, I don't know. I, I would not be like, uh, one day I'm going to get the notification that Aaron Judge is re-signed with the Yankees or that he's somewhere else and it's not going to surprise me at all. Um, I I think I'm gonna lean by though, just because I think I think Aaron Judge in his heart does want to be a Yankee, but I I think that at the end of the day he's gonna realize that this team is he's first of all he's gonna get a lot of money somewhere else, and he's gonna realize that this Yankees team is just never it's just not the team that's gonna win it. And I could I mean the Dodgers are probably gonna throw an obscene amount of money at him. The Mets probably are. I think I see him. I would buy him being gone next year. Uh, I'm gonna sell it, and like I think it's kind of the same thing where um, I wouldn't be su- surprised. Like, like if I get a notification that he's back on the Yankees, I'd be like, oh yeah, I saw that coming, or like, mm-hmm. oh he's going to the Dodgers, the Giants, whatever. Oh yeah, like oh I saw that coming. Like, you know, I think any everything is on the table. I really do think money <clears throat> talks, but I just. The Yankees would be so dumb to not pay him. And I just, yeah. like, I know they're the Yankees, but just considering where they are with their fan base, which is just, like, not really great right now, I think they got to get him back, whatever it costs. So I'm going to sell it. That's fair. I think the only the only thing that would surprise me with the Aaron Judge saga is if he pulls a Chris Bryant and I get a notification that he's, like, on the Tigers or something like that. I saw one. They're, like, they're a dark horse. But 
Mm-hmm. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> like I know um, when he talks, but not that much. Yeah. Uh, all right, now we're gonna move on to a few college football ones to wrap it up. Do you buy or sell that an undefeated TCU team is in danger of being left out of the playoff? Uh, I'm a hundred percent buying that. Um, I mean, just like look, uh, it's just like look at the top teams. Okay, like you could get one loss Alabama, uh, either undefeated SEC champion Georgia, uh, one loss Georgia, and then you could have one loss Tennessee, or like you have you have like these three SEC teams that have really strong resumes. Then you have Michigan or Ohio State. Then you have Clemson. Then um, even like Oregon. Like, I don't know. I just don't see TCU with like their, like just how everyone else shakes up. Like they're going to get left out and people are going to be really mad. But they're just not on the level of some of these teams. Like, they're just not. I'm. I mean, I see, like, I know people have the fear, not the fear, but, like, you know, they complain, like, oh, if there's an undefeated Clemson and there's an undefeated SEC champ and there's an undefeated Big Ten champ, those three teams are in. And then if you have then a one-loss Michigan that only lost to Ohio State or a one-loss Tennessee or a one-loss Alabama or a one-loss Georgia, that one of those teams is going to get in too. But I think... And the fact that Tennessee uh, TCU right now is ranked behind Alabama doesn't really inspire a lot of confidence, but that's that's not the college football playoff ranking yet. Um, I think if Tennessee runs the table and goes undefeated, that they will be in. Because mm-hmm. I, I think, honestly, if TCU and Clemson are both undefeated, I don't think you can make like say like definitively this undefeated Clemson team is more impressive and better than this undefeated TCU team. And so I yeah. think if you're, you have to put both in like that. I think there's like, I don't think an undefeated power five team is missing it. Like I, I would be shocked if an undefeated power five team missed out on the playoffs and TCU has been hosed yeah. before, but they have like four straight ranked wins. If they're going to go undefeated, they're probably going to get at least one or two more. I mean, I think at least in the championship game. Uh, so I think they're in if they go undefeated. Yeah, I don't. I just like honestly, as a fan, I don't even know if I'd want to see that. Like, I know, like things are fair, but like, I don't want to see like Tennessee or Georgia or Ohio State play TCU. Like, I just don't. Like, they're just gonna put a whoop on them. Yeah. Just as like a fan, I don't know. I don't know. But I know. I'd be a little like, intrigued in the question. You could. I would be intrigued by a Tennessee TCU matchup. I think. It, I okay, think that'd be cool. fun. You do you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so do you buy or sell that Texas is back, but next year? Yeah, I buy, I'm going to buy this one a lot. I was actually talking this weekend about, and then they let me down in the second half, but it looked like, when it looked like they were going to beat Oklahoma State, you know, I was thinking, you know, if Quinn Ewers never goes down against Alabama, we could be looking at an undefeated Texas right now. But, uh, you know, the more I th- think about it, 
like I was very high on it at first. I, I've come back a little. Bijan's going to be gone, but then you're going to have a Ewers is going to have another year of development. He's very good. I think Sarkeesian is a good college coach, good offensive mind. Like, uh, I think back. Yes, I think what that means. I think are they going to go undefeated and make the playoffs? No, but I think they'll finish in the top ten next year. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. Uh, but the thing that's probably holding them back, in my opinion, is Sarkeesian. Like, mm. just don't know if he's like built to be that top guy at a top program. Like, I think they're going to be loaded, but it's just, <clears throat> I don't know. I think top 10 is probably really safe bet, but it's just like being like a legitimate contender for the playoff like all year is just a whole nother question. Yeah. I don't know. I have a little faith in Sarkeesian, but we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Like everywhere he's been, when he leaves, they rejoice. <laughs> so I think like <laughs> wow. at some point, like Alabama, they hate him. Like, I mean, when he was the Falcons offensive coordinator, wasn't a fan. Um, yeah. And like USC, you know, that's, that's a, a whole nother thing like yeah well i don't know i think he's i think he's in a good spot right now and i think he's doing good things and i think that mm-hmm. he could i think they can go up from here but we'll see yeah um all right last one last buy or sell uh do you buy or sell that the new college football playoff format will be good for the game um i'm going to buy it but I just, I think, like, from a fan's perspective, like, more football is always good. But Mm -hmm. also, like, the majority of the games might stink, you know? Yeah. Um, But every once in a while, you'll get an upset, and then it'll be worth it. So, like, I don't think it's really going to change. Like, maybe, like, once every, like, 15 years you'll get like a real outlier national champion but um i don't i don't think it's gonna change that much at the end of the day like who's there in the end yeah i'm gonna buy it i think there's good and bad like i think you know expanding the playoff means a team like alabama is almost a lock every year because you can't see alabama losing yeah like they they lose one game they're in. They lose two games, they're probably still in. And I can't see Alabama losing more than two games in a year. So it's like, teams like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State basically have free passes. And that's not great. You know, it, it, it takes away the entry. Like, a team like, you know, like Alabama loses to uh, Tennessee, and it's a huge thing. If it's an expanded playoffs, it's kind of like, eh, well, whatever. Uh, but what it's good for, for... I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, just one thing I do hope for is quickly, like, hopefully it'll make teams, like, less scared when they schedule. So maybe we will mm. get better regular season games because, like, yeah. a Georgia is not going to be scared of just... Luke. I know they had Oregon, but, like, the rest of their non-conference is a joke. Like, you know... Hey, they got, they got, they got Oklahoma, Clemson... Well, they had to cancel Oklahoma, but they got Clemson coming up. They got... Sanford. um well, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I like that being said, I still want to buy it because I think that what it's good for um, is that a team like Oregon or a team like USC doesn't isn't dead because they lost that one game, and like teams like that, like like it it increases the longevity of so many teams' seasons. Uh, so I think that's a good thing ultimately. Like, if you're a fan of like North Carolina, yeah, that's really good for you because like now you have a legitimate shot. To, like, not like you have an outside shot to make the playoffs. You know, like you could have one really good year and make the playoffs, and that's cool. Whereas before, North Carolina's never make the playoffs, so it does kind of like increase that. Um, and I just want to say, uh, Georgia 2024 Clemson, 2025. UCLA, 2026, UCLA, 2027, Florida State, uh, and Louisville, 2028, Texas, Florida State, uh, 2029, Texas and Clemson, uh, 2030, Clemson and Ohio State, 2031, Ohio State, 2032, Clemson. So don't call us out. Don't call us out. I'm Those 2030 like, games just, against Ohio State, that, that 2030 season yeah, when we play Clemson like, and Ohio State, wow, can't can't wait for that. <laughs> well, like I know it's like way in advance, but I feel like in five, ten years, like I think we'll be looking back at this and being like, oh yeah, this is the right choice. But I think it could be rough yeah. in the early years. But no, I, I agree, and your point was good. You just called out my Bulldogs. I had to defend it. But your point about the scheduling was a good one. Um, yeah. And and I was vehemently opposed on, when it first came out, but I've thought about it more, and I, I do see the, the upside. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same way. All right. Well, that was our buy or sell. Let us know if there were any that you uh, disagreed with strongly, agreed with strongly. Uh, what you think about some of these takes. And uh, I've been Ryan with Ryan, and we'll see you next time. See ya.